Yo, what up? It's your boy Larry Love, and welcome to another edition of the Last Word Podcast. I got the guys with me now. Unfortunately, Neff is out of town this week, but you know the show goes on. So still getting that content out. Yeah, we yeah. got a special guest with us, my man yeah. Bryce, aka Jeans by Bryce. Y'all see the app right there? Y'all need to go shop his stuff. By Bryce. So, so Bryce, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. How'd you, how'd you start making jeans? Like that's a why jeans? That's a great yeah, question. That's a great really question. It's funny because like if you would have asked me, if you would have told me like when I was a freshman in say high school, like bro, in a couple years you're gonna be like really into like painting jeans, I'd be like, what? Why? It's like why <laughs> yeah. am I painting on jeans? Um, I don't know, but um, a friend of mine, his name is uh, Isaiah. He goes by Raspy. But in high school he gave me a pair of painted denim in like my junior year of high school. At the time, you know how like you have to be like seventeen to like start working in high school. It's like sixteen, mm-hmm. seventeen. Yeah. So I was like, old enough, so I was like, so he gave me these jeans. I was starting to get into fashion, find my own style. And I'm like, well, I can just paint jeans. And then I said, I really interested in it. You know what I'm saying? First year, I was doing it like for fun, making people's customs. And then I started taking it more serious, and like, I started releasing my own collection, selling on my website, stuff like that. But yeah, Raspy, shout out Raspy. That's a dude that I'm starting with. You got an entrepreneur, man. Yeah, yeah. Go. that's how it was with me in high school, man. I, yeah. um, I started selling snacks just so I could like, you know, get a couple dollars here and there. Then, you know, even when on my days, I was like, I'm not gonna sell because I don't need the money. Mm-hmm. People would still come up to me, so I'm like, hmm, yeah, I got a market now. Yeah, it's like now, like you know, what I'm saying, I worked in the school store. I even sold snacks in my dorm last that's year, so I can create money. Yeah, yeah. Same with me. I was selling cookies, cookie brownies, and brownies because yeah. I, I actually just turned 19 in October, so I've always been the youngest Baby. in my. class. <laughs> 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 I'm always the youngest in my class, so like I couldn't work, and also yeah. too, my parents were one of the people during school they didn't really want me to work so I I had to find my own way to make income so I did that but speaking of that so you know we do our podcast we've had mistakes like we told you earlier we filmed a whole video in slow-mo what would you say is like the biggest mistake that you went through with your business with my brand okay Mm -hmm. so basically I would say probably being self-conscious like super duper self-conscious and like self-critical um I feel like I experienced that Honestly, mostly this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, when I first started, my junior year it was kind of like for fun, you know what I'm saying? I'm making my own stuff and doing it under my own terms, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm doing my own thing. I was in high school, not really other people looking at me, watching me, it's just school. Yeah. And you come to college, you know, and then like as I like, you know, build my Instagram and got to know more people around the campus and stuff like that, it started to kind of feel like there were a lot more people paying attention to what I was doing yeah. and watching yeah. me. And there was a lot of lot more people, obviously, with businesses as well. So, you know, I feel like we've all become victim of that comparing and um, just oh, being yeah. a bit like self-conscious. You know, we yeah. have to be. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's been difficult. Um, and when I first came to college, you know, it was super easy. I'm doing my own thing, blah blah. blah. Um, but I think this year, as I'm growing, as I'm doing like more with it, it's just like I'm putting like these higher sort of um, constraints on myself and higher goals. And it's like, what if I don't meet them? But if this happens, what if that happens, and what if they see that this didn't happen, they see that, that you know, yeah. how they interpret it, how mm-hmm. am I dealing with it, and they're still trying to maintain school. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you just gotta, you know, what I've learned is that you just really have to be, um, you know, secure within yourself, secure yeah. within myself, uh, you know, learn from mistakes, but honestly, just being self conscious. Well, yeah, yeah, just working, you know, just getting better at the craft and all that. That's really, you know, that's what's up. Yeah. Nice that out. Now, I understand that. I've been. Yeah. 
um, we have a, a mutual friend in common, Tamia, um, and she's like done a few of like your fashion shows with your jeans or whatever, and I just see it keep elevating, elevating, yeah, elevating. Yeah. So it's like I understand like being critical because you have so much on you. Yeah. So many like, people looking at you. Yeah, so it's like, what yeah. Are you I saw one of your um, things. I think you sold some jeans too. I think it was was it Nudie uh, or Key. Wait, who was it? Lil' Key? Oh yeah, Lil' Key. Oh, bro, who was it? Yeah, it was cool. I saw that. Thank you, I appreciate I saw that. That, that was dope. So like, my boy Zion, shout out Zion ATL, one of the hottest videographers coming out of Atlanta right now. It's crazy. I don't know if y'all seen him in his work, but he's insane. Which a lot, a lot of high level, high stakes people in Atlanta rappers, influencers, whatever. But um, basically, that's one of my best friends, like from since like childhood. But um, basically, so what he did was he was like, "Young, be on this media team for Lil' Key's." Uh, Lookie's concert, and I'd already been like, I'm gonna make a jacket for Lookie. That was like 2020. But I didn't know how I was gonna do it. I was just like, that's my goal. I'm gonna be in Atlanta, I'm going to Georgia State. I'll figure out a way, DM somebody, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be on a media team, but he let me know like a month prior. It's not, so I was working on it the entire month. And then so me and him were like tripping on whether or not his security's gonna let us give it to him, if he was gonna be cool, if he was gonna be yeah. lame, whatever the case was. So we get to the concert, and like, we have to wait. We get there really early. He doesn't get on the show until like nine at night. We get there like twelve. And when you're we're on the we're in like backstage meeting and you can't leave and come back or you'll lose like your pass. So you had to wait there the entire nine hours until he came on stage. I didn't even eat that day, I was so straight. I started like 10, <laughs> I started I started like ten AM making a jacket, finishing it. Um, you know, I'm still doing homework and shit in school. Yeah. So um after I finished it, we waited, 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 and he finally came and then we talked to um his stylist, what's his name? Uh, I forgot the stylist name. We talked to the stylist. So wait, you had already had an idea of what you wanted to put on the jacket, or this was like you just freestyled it? Basically? I freestyled. I made it with the intent of giving it to him, but he didn't know. I was like, I ain't know him, so he didn't know I was making it for him. Oh, yeah, so it was just like I'll make it. Hopefully, I can give it to him for him. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, there was a risk I had to take. Yeah, but um, you know, it ended up paying off. But um, basically, yeah, I made it for him on prior. Got it to him. Um, the stylist on us is hard, and he helped me give it to him, introduced me, and that's how it went. But so now I got another question for you. So, so. What? How do you come up with your designs? Because you just told me that like you just freestyle. So do you just normally just freestyle all your so, designs? So with look, so with look, he and um, like other like stuff that I make like for, with intent of giving to rappers. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to just based on like their songs and like stuff that resonates with them. So yeah, look, he yeah. like slack snakes. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> songs, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> like kind of stuff. So, um, but like my other designs, I really honestly get. My ideas for designs based on like how I interpret what's popular like amongst our demographic to like young us young black kids in Atlanta. So like I noticed that so I made a pair of jeans in my last collection, um, in this for my spring summer collection back in September. I had a pair of jeans with like hella numbers on them. I don't know if you guys saw, but it was like hella numbers. I called it like angel numbers. And so basically there's a bunch of numbers like laid on top of the girls can't get enough of the main type shit. Red, and then in red, I would have like three numbers at the same time. So it'd be a bunch of random numbers, and then in red, it'd be like four, 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 or seven, seven, seven. Yeah. And you got, obviously, you know how. Uh, how I need a pair of them jeans. I'm going to deliver yeah. them to the girl at 11 11. She's like, she's I know. No, it break that neck. Four, four, four. Four, four, four. Oh, God. Bitch, you text a girl at 11 11. It's meant to be. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta try that. So okay, so okay, so I really got two questions. One, 
What high school did you go to? Have you ever sold any um, jeans to anybody you went to high school with? And two, um, how do you balance like work and school? So I went to Dutch High School. Shout out to Dutch High School. Oh, I didn't know you had school. I went to Eagles Landing. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I went to Dutch High School in, um, yeah. in uh, where is it? Hampton, Georgia. Um, Damn. Niggas you know, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are the country, yo. Yeah, you know what's so wild? People think that, like, Stockbridge and Hampton are the country, and yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's regular. Because I'm, because I, like, I was staying, I stayed in Riverdale for a long time. Tennessee. Riverdale, it'd be, like, 20 minutes to get to, like, Stockbridge or, like, McDonough. And it's not really, like, that's still Atlanta. It really ain't, like, out there, out there, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But what high school you go to? The college Bye. 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 Come on. Nigga ain't gonna get it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, um, you asked. Oh, yeah, damn, I saw you. Yeah, so, you know, imagine some of my friends high school. That's uh, why I got started in 11th grade. I used to do customs for my friends um, and then have my friends like my own type stuff. So, yeah, that's right. So, are they, pay, are they paying for these jeans or are you just. Oh, they, so, in the very beginning, I was I was giving them the jeans to like model and stuff like that. And then I would do like, they pay for customs. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. yeah, so, yeah, people so how do you balance like work and school? Work and school, that's a good question. Um, so basically what I try to do is I give myself a goal of, so I can stay consistent. I give myself a goal of like um, treating myself as where I would want to be. That's my ultimate end goal, which is like to be a big brand. And yeah. Like a fashion house, like how we get time, we do something like that, but not a G by Bryce, something like Bryce McAllister, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would do like collections, so yeah, I, thank you. So I would try, I would do collections like spring, summer, fall, winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would make enough jeans. I, I tried my best. I give myself, you know, six months out of the semester to make enough jeans so I can put them out in the summertime and do the same thing, put them out in the wintertime, you know, put a fashion shoot, you know, photo shoot, uh, you know, find models, stuff like that. But I mean, it, it can kind of get difficult, but I think it's just, you know, you prioritize the things that you want to get done. For sure. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It isn't as difficult as you would think if you really put it in your time. Balance. You just got to yeah. balance it. Yeah, you yeah. got to prioritize your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm big on that. You know, people always say, you know, you use a good word, prioritize priorities. Yeah. I always say that nobody really is too busy for nothing that they want to do. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 bro. I didn't see some shit. Niggas will, people will figure it out. You will find a way. You will find a way. If you really want to do something, it's like, yeah, it's like trying to talk to a girl, but she says she's too busy. You lying. But any area of life, any area of life. Right, well, I got a question for you too. So you were talking about like Louis Vuitton and stuff like that, other businesses, and they're pretty up there. What makes your jean brand different from other jean brands, would you say? That's a great question. Um, I don't really see a whole lot like a, I don't really see like a, a big volume of other people that have brands that like solely prioritize the denim aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've seen other people like do customs. And I'll say the biggest thing is just like, I probably just do more. Like I see people that do customs and like that's all they'll do. But like, I do customs for my friends, but I also like put on my own collections and like put those for sale as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably like incorporate my jeans and like to the public a lot more. So like doing stuff like this, doing like putting my jeans in like uh, ASU, ASA, mm-hmm. uh, fashion show, the African Association, Student Union Fashion Show, like other schools, Kennesaw, Kennesaw yeah. State, and um, Tech, UGA, shit like that. Um, and then just like doing commercials for them, like doing like with it, you know what I'm saying? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't see people putting that much effort into mm-hmm. it. So I, that would probably be the. I say your creativity is way different from other things. That creativity, like, just like 
making something specifically for you. Like yeah. this jacket, I, you know it's mine when I heard it. You know yeah. this is yeah. my, this my personality, my yes. characteristics. So like, yeah, that's right. How did you get into like the fashion shows? The fashion shows? Yeah, because you know I've been going to a few because of Touch it. Yeah. So like how do you use like, how did that all come about? So with the, um, I think the first one, really, the first one that I did was earlier this year, like in April. I did like three, like the Infinite Appeal. Mm-hmm. I did the Underground Couture, and I did the AS African Student Union Association with Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Um, people reached out to me. Uh, I think one of my friends was like, "Yo, they're doing a fashion show. We need some brands. Like, how would you feel about being a partner?" I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Mm-hmm. And then when I went to the uh, Infinite Appeal, somebody at that, I went to uh, Underground Couture, and then somebody from that was like, "Oh, we're doing something else with Infinite Appeal." And then I did that, and then somebody from that, they hit me up about doing uh, the ASU thing with Georgia Tech, and that was in November. So it's like a kind of like a chain reaction. Right. That's a friend of mine who was sent through UGA. That's the great thing That's about Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. No, that's yeah. the yeah. best thing about Atlanta. Yes, yeah, Atlanta, you can network with people so well. And people don't take advantage of don't. That's why. That's, it's so funny that you, that you mentioned taking advantage. Uh, I'll do a little sidebar if you're online. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like taking advantage, so like with my photo shoots, um, Good friend of mine, Fresh Dude. Fresh Dude. Fresh Dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> my girl, Fresh Dude. Crazy. Yes. Um, you know, she does photo shoots. She has a YouTube 15 um, She's crazy. Um, but yeah, and she's, she's great at she's editing. Nice. She's really she's good. Yeah, she's but it's like, um, like that's a, besides her being like one of my closest friends, like she's a photographer, she's a videographer. Palmer. Shout out Palmer. Palmer, Palmer is fire too. Palmer's tough. Words can't describe how crazy yeah. he is. But he's impeccable at what he does. He's been doing it for a while. But um, he's a videographer, other than being my close friend and my roommate, he's a crazy videographer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you network with those kind of people and then like, you guys help one another out. Exactly. So he does a commercial for my brand. I want to get into directing, so now I can direct for free. He gets a commercial, he gets content. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fresh goes content, it's a collaboration. Yeah. It's all collaborative. And then the models um, in Atlanta, everybody wants to, you know what I'm saying? So it's all like, yeah. Yeah. so you really, like, that's why I came in the first place. I came to just to do what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, I, I do agree with you. People really don't take advantage, take advantage of that. People I think that's the best thing about Georgia State, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like a lot of, like, people I meet is because they all have, like, a creative aspect and they all want to help each other out yeah, exactly. in that creative aspect. Yeah. Whether it be you, Fresh Dew, yeah. Palmer, Awesome, like, just oh, yeah. so awesome, too. Awesome, too. Awesome. Like, everybody all just... We're going to get them on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, everybody all have something that they want to do and that's everybody's true. all helpful, which I really admire. I feel like that's what, I'm not going to say, I don't like to use the term hold us back because yeah. I feel like the only person that can really hold you back is yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I always say one thing what black people always say, oh, the white man this, the white man that. If, the, if somebody buy you groceries that you didn't ask for, you don't got to cook them. You see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> where was this going? <laughs> but y'all don't never let me make my point, I'm bro. So <laughs> but y'all don't never let me make my point, bro. I feel like it was so intellectual, it kind of flew in my head. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Lil Wayne. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but um, I was going to say, like, I would say if just black people, if I know it's kind of hard for us because everything you do is owned by somebody who you might not support their agrees or yeah. beliefs. But it's like, are you guys mind the same views? But it's like, I feel like black people just support each other, buy black, mm-hmm. you know, shop black, um, do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like we as a community will like grow so much more. But also it's a two way thing because if you want black people to shop at your store or your um, your brand, you got to show respect. It's a two way street. Of course. 
and you can't always ask for discounts. I hate that. I hate the home hookups, <laughs> yeah, and I hate that shit, sure, bro. Yeah. Nah, black people be like, oh. Yeah, change is, change is, yeah, yeah. change is good. 
Yeah, if you stay stagnant, that's one thing I always say. You Man. have to take yourself out of your comfort zone Man. every single time. That's always. the only way somebody can elevate. Always. If you stay stagnant, you're mm-hmm. never going to grow. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say you got to get you a wife and a girl, right? so you can have change. <laughs> <laughs> I spent yeah. three nights with you, four nights with you. It's changed. Yeah. You stress me out on Monday. You keep me cool on Tuesday. You know, it even it out. That's well, Bryce, you seem like you had a great 2021. Cool. You seem like you're the type of person that like lists out goals and try to achieve yeah. those goals. So what are your goals for going into 2022? That's a good question. Um, so I try to give myself a big project to complete. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, uh, 2020 was the little key jacket. Uh, this year is a boat jacket. That was like I said, two months. So I want to make another jacket. I'm gonna make a jacket for Thug. This oh year. yeah. I'm gonna make a jacket yeah. for Thug this, uh, this upcoming year. Um, spend you know a lot of time and effort on it, making a masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so to do that, give it to him hopefully. Um, and then I'm switching the the uh, how I'm gonna be doing my jeans from now. I'm gonna be doing a DTG print. I saw that. You saw my like, yeah, yeah, my yeah, IG, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just easier in terms of. Uh, Mass production, you know, obviously, you know, when I pay my jeans, I only do like seven, eight uh, pairs. And, you know, they're only certain size so everybody can fit them. So it's cool, you make a couple of dollars off it, but it's not super conducive to, you know, being able to monetize it as best as it can be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, mass production in the future, going, you know, getting bigger and brighter with the brand, that's something to do DTG print. So, to put out a DTG collection of jeans, at least one, and then to make a jacket for the other five bucks. So, that's okay. They seem achievable too. Yeah, so you can do it. Plus, you got to add thug. Add thug in that too. Yeah, yeah. Add thug. Yaddy, yaddy. Everybody, man. Do it by the government name. Jeffrey. Miles. Yeah. You don't listen in. Yeah. Nah, man. I mean, this was a great interview for real. Yeah. This was a great interview. No, for real. I'm happy he's our first guest. First guest. I'm going to use him on my first guest. It's big, man. Yeah, it's special, man. So, man. I gotta have an ignorant question. I always got one. Okay. So like, there's <laughs> no way to learn. I'm not out of here. Yes, it is. Who the fattest girl not the plan? Not the plan. Um, I just plan. Let you ain't. They gonna get us canceled. But I will honestly say though. Uh, I look forward to shopping with you in the future, definitely sure, though. Sure. Your business growing. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Sure. 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 I, just I can model too. Strike a couple poses. I have to talk at <laughs> Yeah, man. Okay, bro. I, I'm excited to see what comes up in the future with your business. Yeah, I can see from talking to you that it's just going to grow. And us also too, just being young African American men. Yeah. Nigga black. Being yeah, young yeah, black men. <laughs> Yo, being young black men is important for us to all help one, one another out in our goals and our dreams so yeah, yeah thank you so much for proud of you sure. keep up the good work i'm proud of you guys as well you guys thank you you know what i'm saying you said yeah. it out you, yeah. yeah it's coming to fruition you guys are being very you. intentional and um you know collaborative with this and i really appreciate you guys i'm not sure so to close out the podcast man we're gonna do a little this is a new game we talked about it's called this or that so okay. you from atlanta we're gonna give you some atlanta topics okay okay if you had to get rid of one of these forever Boots or potholes? That's easy. I can't believe you're taking that long. You can right? avoid it. You can afford a uh, used tire, a boot. 
What? What? I would say the boot. Are you kidding me? I would get rid of. How many times do y'all hit a pothole in a day? A lot? Do you not live in this? I do, but I can swerve it or the pothole is not. But the thing is, though, the thing is, I've never had a pothole. Okay, when I've gotten a boot, I've always been in the wrong. I can't never say the boot man just snuck up and just did me wrong. So if you're doing the right thing, you shouldn't get me. Nah, them niggas Satan on Earth. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> boot man Satan on fucking Earth, bro. I remove boots. Honestly, I remove boots. What about you? I don't like booted so much. Fuck the boot man. <laughs> so we gonna hate the boot man too, bro. Yeah, that nigga stay at Westmark, bitch. <laughs> okay, man. So Chick Fil A or Zaxby's? Chick Fil A. You get rid of Chick Fil A? Oh, wait, wait, am I getting? Yeah, yeah, it's to get one to get rid of. Oh, Zaxby's. I gotta throw away Zaxby's. Oh, that's a hard one. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Mm. I think I'm gonna throw away Chick Fil A. Throw away Chick Fil A. I'm throwing away Zach. Well, then think about it. It depends. Cause you can't eat on. You gotta starve on Sunday. Zaxby's big. Chick Fil A. Zaxby's food. I got Chick Fil A. Zaxby's business. Throw away. And when I say business, when I say business, every time I go to a Zaxby's, I'm always in the drive-through for a long ass time. I always feel like I deal with the rudest fucking employee shit. Yo, Chick-fil-A, I'm in that bitch. Yeah, it may be a little bit longer. That shit's efficient. They got yeah. that shit going. Like, it ain't like you sitting in there and you not moving. Zaxby's, I, it's like traffic in Atlanta. It's like not moving. That bitch is not moving. Okay. But the food's better. Speaking of what you said, get rid of one. And this is going to be to close us out. Paid parking or traffic? You got to get rid of one forever. Traffic. My man. <laughs> and that concludes that. That concludes this episode.